0: What is up New York. How you guys feeling out there today? Oh, I know you're feeling good after last night. I mean, what a game. What a what a what a game for New York. What a game for Met fans. You guys deserve it. You stuck with that team all year. You never let down on them and they delivered for you big time last night. It was great. It was great to watch. It was great to hear the sounds, the plays of the game. Everything started to meld together for you guys last night. And it, it was it was beautiful. This is a big rig here. Uh, give me a call at uh, 347-989-0635. Take your calls all day. We'll be covering uh, game one of the MLB playoffs, New York Mets, L.A. Dodgers. Fantastic. Uh, we'll be doing a little bit of uh, football picks. Uh, I didn't get to them yesterday. Uh, kind of ran into some technical difficulties. We'll be doing them today. And then the Giants 49ers preview and a little bit of NFL talk later on in the show. Um, but your Mets, your Mets were phenomenal last night. Uh, Jacob deGrom was, was amazing. Uh, seven innings, five hits, 13 Ks, one walk, intentional walk, zero on runs. Um, let's go about talking about just him for right now, because he's a major factor in why you guys won that game. He was poised. He was top notch. He looked like a seasoned veteran out there in the playoffs. And it was amazing. I loved it. He was throwing gas when he needed to dial it up. He dialed it up. They, they couldn't hit him. It was fantastic. And and he deserves every last bit of recognition he gets today for his pitching performance. I mean, you can't ask for a better start from your number one and he's your number one now. Let's face it. He is your number one starter and he is going to be there game in series in from here on out. And you have, Hey, he's like, Hop on my back, guys. I got you. Hop on my back. I'm going to carry you guys through this playoffs. That's what he said last night. That's exactly what he said, which is great. I mean, for a rookie to act poised like that on the mound and do everything he did, can't ask for anything more. He you had you had a few pluses, some minuses. We're going to go over everything. Um, Dodgers had a lot of minuses, a little bit of pluses. I mean, You knew the Dodgers, what they were coming into this game. Uh, You knew them from past playoff experiences, how they were going to react, how they were going to do. Kershaw, I mean, history repeats itself, guys, and that's what happens. And we watched it last night. We watched it unfold uh, uh, between our eyes, and that was was great. For Mets fans, you guys got to be flying high. I want to take your calls, see how your reaction is going into tonight, preview a little Game 2 action. Um, three, four, seven, nine, eight, nine, zero, six, three, five to call in. I'll get you guys in soon. As, uh, no wait. So let's get that going. And, uh, oof, man, what a night, what a night you guys got to have. Yeah. A little, you, you guys delivered. And what I said, I was talking to one of my buddies yesterday, you need to go in there and deliver a blow, drop them down to one knee tonight. Cause if you were going to come out of the LA Dodger series, one, one, you wanted the first game to be the one you uh, you want. And we were talking about this last night. He wanted, he said, oh, 1-1 doesn't matter. No, it does matter because you want Kershaw off his game. Now he has no confidence. Now the Dodgers have no confidence. Don Mattingly is sitting back there like, oof, I blew another one. And we'll go into that a little bit later. But, man, I blew another one last night. So he's got to come out today and have a little bit of angst, a little bit of anxiety on If I'm going to make the right call, you know, then you have Zang uh, Greinke coming out. You don't know what he's going to do. He's a head case, too. He can't. He might not be able to handle this pressure. You don't know. But you delivered the initial blow. Shot fired around the world. That's what you guys did. And it was great. It was great. You, You made a statement last night, a statement that everyone around the baseball community heard. The Groms for real. The Mets are for real. And we're going to do some damage in this playoffs, you know? So uh, we're going to get back to that as soon as we come back from a little bit of break. And uh, we'll go over your Mets and take your calls, and uh, we'll see what happens. Eight nine zero six three five nine zero six three five is the number to call. Uh get some Met reactions. Any fan reactions at baseball in New York, any anywhere from around the country. You call up, see what's on your mind. Baseball playoffs we're talking about right now. Talking about the grounds for amazing performance. One of the best performances I've seen in a while in baseball. It was great, especially from a second year player. He he did he did fantastic. Um I'm gonna go over a little pluses and minuses. Uh Daniel Murphy Definitely plus. He came in. He 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 lifted he lifted you guys when he came in. He <clears throat> came out. Sorry. Um, he hit that home run, which was a bomb. All right. He 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 was amped up. You could tell he was amped up a little bit when he hit that ball, and he set the tone. He's like, listen, we can get to this guy. Mets, let's go. Stand up. We can get to this guy, and he he delivered. He delivered. He got you guys on the board. He got Kershaw in that that little bit of. Oh, this this is gonna happen again now. Is this gonna happen? And when you do stuff like that, and you get Kershaw thinking, start start it starts flowing. Starts flowing afterwards. All right. So Daniel Murphy's credited. You know that was great. Um. Hello. Yeah, so uh, Dan, you know Daniel Murphy came in. He hit that. He hit that home run, which was, which was fantastic. Um, it set the tone for the game. It did everything. It did everything that you needed to do to get that game going in the Mets' favor. And you have to credit Murphy for that. He came off when no one was hitting. You weren't you guys weren't really doing anything up until that point, and he came on in the fourth inning and hit that home run and got you guys on the board. And it's kinda of set the tone for the rest of the night. So that's that's fantastic of him. Now, David Wright. Let's talk about David Wright for a little bit. Um, he came out, made some statements before the uh series started, let's go out and beat LA. They put him in a position to say, Hey David, now you want to come out and say those things, and we're gonna beat <clears throat> and we're gonna beat um LA. So come out there, and when the bases are loaded with two outs, let's see what you can do. And when you do it, hey, you're a hero now. David Wright, you stepped up. I always had mixed emotions about David Wright. I didn't, you know, I always seen him as a a guy, but captain, leader, uh, I always felt like, you know, when you're a captain and a leader, you do things on the field. The stuff that you do on the field is more important than the stuff you do off the field to me as a leader. So – what he does on the field, you know, translates a lot in the clubhouse and, and what goes on. Last night, he proved he was the leader. Bases loaded, two out, you needed some insurance. He got you the insurance, which is great. So, David Wright really stepped up last night, showed the Mets fans why he's the leader, why you paid him all that money, and he did his job. Okay? A um, couple negatives I seen last night. Nothing major. Kadire. Uh, his defense what we talked about yesterday defense 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 and he hit off the side of his glove i mean you have to make those plays now i don't really blame kadire for the defense as much as the hitting if you're going to be in there for your bat you should be hitting if you're going if your manager takes a chance on you and puts you in that game starts you game 1 kershaw la First time Mets are in the playoffs in almost ten years. Just hit the ball. Get up there. Show show them why they brought you in, Kadier. It's your your opportunity. Your boy picked you up. David Wright picked you up last night. But hey, you know, he picked you up. You got through it. You're not the goat anymore. But defense, hey, you're not you're not the, you're not the guy to go to for defense. We they have plenty of other outfielders they can put in there, and they did in the end of the game. They did. They made their switches. They got you out, <clears throat> which is what they should have done. Okay? Now, Terry Collins needs to start not out managing the game before it even starts. Kedire in there to start the game is an atrocity. I mean, come on, Terry. Put your best guys out there. Put your best guys out there. Conforto should have been out there. You know, Lagaris maybe, for defense. If you want to talk about defense— Play defense. But if you want your best, you're booking forward out there. Kadire, third choice. So what does Terry Collins do? Let's put Kadire in. Why, Terry? Why? You know, lefties? Oh, you don't want lefties against Kershaw? Guess what? The only people that hit Kershaw last night were lefties. Oh, David Wright, too. But, oh, David Wright didn't hit him, actually. He hit uh, Baez. We'll go into that in a bit. But <clears throat> Terry, you need to stop out managing before the game starts. Stop going with these gut instincts because your gut always fails you. Put your best in. Let you get beat by the best. If you always put your best in, you're never going to get blamed for anything. Like, oh, no one's going to ever say, you know what? Terry should have really started Kadir yesterday. No, definitely not. If you put um, Conforto in, you would have been fine. Leaving LeGarish, you would have been fine. So stop over managing. Don't out manage yourself before the game starts. Now, another ne- negative I've seen, and it might—it's not alarming yet, but it might start getting an alarming for the Mets fans, especially during this playoff run. Is Clippard. He every time he comes in, he's good for a run. You know, he's good for a run to to let up or some kind of things happen. He needs to, you know, pitch his game and go back to the Clippard that was in the past. He was he was lights out. He needs to start focusing more. Otherwise, you need to go to other options. <clears throat> you need to go to other options in the in that in that spot. Because if he's gonna if you're down by one, you bring Clipper in in the seventh. Say um you know Syndergaard needs help today. Seventh inning, you're down by one. Say two one three two. Clipper comes in. Oof, I'd I'd be worried. I'd be worried, my fan. So, I mean, small negatives. You got out of it. I said three one. Game was gonna be three one, three nothing. He let up that You let up that one run. Uh, I don't know. You let up that one uh Clipper let up that one run, but you know, he, he that's what he does, like we just said. So we'll go through that. Then uh the Dodgers, mm, not a lot of pluses. Got that one run off of Clipper, but that's it. Uh Kershaw, what did we talk about yesterday? Kershaw, as expected, he was tough early. Breaks down later in the game. Seventh inning on. So, uh, I mean, it's vintage It's vintage uh, Kershaw in the playoffs. Regular season, lights out. Lights out in the regular season. In the playoffs, seventh inning. Rolls around, shutting people down, except for that Murphy. Yeah, he gave him a solo home run. So what? He made one mistake. He still had his team in position to make the play. Win the game. So he comes in, seventh inning, walks, the base is loaded. Okay. That's uncharacteristic of him. So two outs, bases loaded. And guess who comes in? The Mets, the Mets savior this series, Don Mattingly. He's going to come in and save you guys because his managerial skills are the worst in the league, probably on par with Matt Williams. Um, You know, Matt Williams and him, I don't know what to tell you. It's a toss-up between them. So he comes in, brings in his – probably one of his wildest relief pitchers in, in Baez, and all you had to do was either leave Kershaw in and let him die by the sword or bring in your closer at that point. What do you think of bringing in Baez? I mean, come on, Matty You need to start thinking here. A little ridiculous, but hey, you wanna you wanna lose games for your team? You wanna be out? You don't want to be a manager in baseball anymore? You're doing a good job. There you're doing a good job. So uh you know, he's gotta he's gotta figure out what he wants to do, how he's gonna manage this team and get them victories. I think he should just let them play. He should have left Kershaw in last night. Uh even though he was walking everyone again a little wild, maybe a little fatigued. It was oh my I heard it was a hundred degrees out there last night. Which is a lot, but got to leave your starter out there, your ace, the guy who carried you there. You know, 50-50, but, hey, still got to leave him out there. Uh, on another note, Cespedes. Hmm. Seems to have be been technical difficulties again. let me see. All right, so uh, I've been talking about the Mets for a little while now. Um, Apparently, I'm having technical difficulties again. I I just can't figure this out. But, all right, 347-989-0635 is the number to call Um, if you want to talk about the Mets. uh, we, We covered a little bit of the Mets pluses, the Mets minuses. I'm going to take a little break, and we'll come back with your calls. From break, um, hopefully I got this all figured out and see what happens. Uh, we were talking a little bit about the Mets, the pluses, minuses, um, how they're going to go about game two. Uh, we're going to go through Degrom, Murphy, Wright, and see how you guys uh, see how you guys did. You know, um, <clears throat> as far as you know, Degrom seven innings, five hits, thirteen Ks, one walk, zero on runs. He had um, control of the game from start. To when he went out And that's all you want That's all you want from him You want him to be poised out there As a second year rookie You want him to do these things And get control And that's what he, exactly what he did Daniel Murphy Daniel Murphy came out In the fourth inning And put you guys on the board He said, listen I'm going to take you guys for a minute Put you on my back Show you how playoff baseball is going to play Came out, hit a bomb to right field an absolute bomb, which was great. He was—you can tell his his adrenaline was pumping. He was jacked up, fired up, fump, pim, uh, fist pumping around the bases, doing everything, all that like a little kid, and that's great. That's what you want to see in baseball, okay? He did his thing. He came out and said, "Hey, listen, guys, it's time to go to work." All right, this is why this is why the Meth fans watch us. That's why we get paid. Credit credit Daniel Murphy there. David Wright, hey. You want to come out and say, let's go beat L.A. You got to you got to when time comes and the piper keeps keeps on coming to call. You're out there and he did it. He came through. They said about talking about a little bit before about captain. You know, I always thought David Wright was not really a captain in New York. He was a, a good player in New York, but captain to me is someone that does something on the field. He he goes out there and he he leads by example. He leads. What he's doing on the field, and then off off the field stuff, the the clubhouse stuff. Yes, yeah, you need to go look and and see what you're doing. You know, I need help with this. Hey, David, can you come help me? Yes, I agree with that too. All right, but on the field, you got to make those plays. Bases loaded, two outs, seventh inning. Clayton Kershaw on the mound, or um, Baez on the mound. Bring bring him in just for you. Guess what? I'm gonna get a base hit, put us up three, and that. That was the game winner right there. Because, as we talked before, Clippard can't get out of his own way when he comes in relief. He's guaranteed that one run. Maybe two. Clippard needs to start settling down a little bit. Go back to uh, old form. Otherwise, he's just going to be, you know, he's not going to be looked to to go to relief, start, uh, relief outings now. I mean, when he comes in the game tonight, you have uh, Syndergaard going. He comes in. You know you're gonna be you're gonna be taking sigh of relief. No, you're gonna be on the edge of your seat now. Clipper hasn't done anything, and I wouldn't rely on him going through. You know you have to have to sit there and wonder, is this guy gonna figure it out? Is he gonna be a big time postseason player? And with a relief pitcher, hey, you win games with relief pitching. It, it, defense, relief pitching, all the small tangibles. You know that you. Can get by throughout the year by hitting long balls and stuff. When those long balls don't come and you need to manufacture runs, you rely on defense and, and you know relief pitching. So Clipper needs to get it together. Kadire defense and hitting. Uh, Terry Collins, you, you outmanage yourself before the game even started. You put him in. He was the third option. The way I look at it, Conforto, then Lagaris for defense, then Kadire. Okay. Best hitter is Conforto. Best defense is Lagaris, And Kadir is just a mishmash of both. So, in your mind, before the game starts, you're, 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 you're already down. You're already down by putting Kadir in. Stop outmanaging yourself before the game even starts. Okay? Let's not put Kadir in just because he's a righty-lefty matchup. No, that doesn't work. All right? Put your best in. Like I said, die by the sword. Put your best in. Whatever you have. Put your best in. Conforto should have been playing. You know what? I even give you a little slack with Ligaris, putting him in there, moving uh, Cespedes to left. You know, Granderson, hell of a game. Stepped it up. Two for three. 750 out on base. 667. He's doing good. That's the way you want your 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 big-time hired gun, so to speak, to come in and play. Now, Cespedes, your other hired, eh, uh, I wouldn't uh I wouldn't oh for four, three strikeouts. Hey, sometimes you're hot, sometimes you're not, and he's definitely not hot anymore. So the whole Met infield is homegrown. Duda, Murphy, you know, <clears throat> Tejada, DeGrom, Darno, Wright. All these guys are Mets brought through through the system, man. That's your guys. Your outfield? Hey, hired guns, but they gotta come through for you. You guys need to be cohesive now, okay? Do it all one for three, score to run. Hey, that's what you need from him. Let's go. It's, It's game time now. Dodgers, Kershaw, said it yesterday, seventh inning, breaks down. Always. History repeats itself. Did it again. Always go from what you guys know, right? We know Kershaw is not a big game pitcher. We know Kershaw can't pitch in the playoffs. We know Kershaw breaks down in the seventh inning. Oh, hey, guess what? He did it again yesterday. He led up the home run to Murphy, still kept his team in the game, was pitching lights out for a while. Seventh inning comes around, 100-degree heat, starts breaking down, starts walking, three guys. Then guess what? The light shines from the heavens, came down on the Chavez Ravine, and guess who came and helped the Mets? Your boy Donnie Matty. Donnie Baseball comes out and blows another change, as usual. Hey Donnie, thanks, bud. Everyone should be sending him a little tweet today, saying, "Hey Don, thanks for the win yesterday." You know, let's not leave our best pitcher, the best pitcher in baseball, in with two outs, bases loaded. Let him, let him out there. You know, He's, he he slept in his own bed now. Nope, nope. We gotta we gotta bail Kershaw out. We gotta bail baby Kershaw out. All right, we gotta bail him out, and we gotta bring in Baez. No, not our closer to get out of here. Because this game is not important. We're going to bring in the wildest pitcher we have in our bullpen. And Donnie, let me help. Good job, Donnie. Good job. You know, because the Mets got out of there, and they gave you the initial blow they needed. They knocked you down to one knee. I was going over with my friend yesterday. We were saying, hey, listen, they need to come out 1-1. And my buddy was like, hey, hey I'll come out 1-1. I don't care what game it is when we go back to New York. No, you do care what game it is. You know why you care? Because you want to get Kershaw off his game because he's going to be the one that's starting another game. So if they win another game in L.A. or first game in New York, if you guys don't sweep, you're going to have to face him again. Now his confidence is completely shot. He has no idea what kind of postseason pitcher he is. It's everywhere. So that first game, when you face him again in New York, hey, I like your odds. Hey, throw your uh, double your net worth on the Mets. Let me tell you something. Because Kershaw ain't coming out that game. He is not coming out that game. And you guys got it. You delivered the blow. You came out. Came out not with a jab. You came in with a hard overhand right. And it was perfect. It was perfect. You guys did what you had to do. Okay? Donnie blew another call. Blew another call like he always does. I told you yesterday. He's going to kill himself. All right? He's going to step on the grenade. He's a put his foot on the landmine and not know how to get off. And that's what he did yesterday. Uh, I'll come back with your calls. Take a little quick break. We'll be right back. Go to calls, uh, number to call in is 347-989-0635, uh, talking about a little Mets game one, um, okay And Caller, how you doing Caller?
1: What's going on Bigger, how you doing buddy? Good, how are you? Good man, I just want to say first of all, pretty damn excited right now to be up one zero. Looking forward to tonight, though, last night, you've, wait-
0: you've been waiting a long time for this, huh?
1: waiting a long time but you know two points I want to make first thing from last night's game what was really sweet I think most Mets fans would agree the three stars of last night's game you know seeing Murph and Wright the two longest tenured guys come through you know finally getting their moment seeing them come through you know got to feel good for those guys and the Grom you know with all the stuff going on the Grom said give me the ball you know I got this and as a Mets fan, it was just perfect. It was only one game, but it was a perfect start,
0: you know? Hey, you know what? The two guys that you wanted to see have a big series and start this thing off right came through for you last night, as far as hitting wise. Wright and Murphy came through. The guys that you had to fight for on your team, not so much Wright, but a lot of Mur- Murphy's got a lot of a lot of criticism over the years and you know what he stepped it up last night for you guys right?
1: and and I just think Murphy and Wright were the guys were there when it was the really dark days 2012 2013 it was those two and nobody else so to see them finally get this opportunity and and the rise to it it was it was sweet i got i loved it loved every minute of it oh, you
0: know? i'm sure no one's happier than them right now in la
1: and uh my other point I want to make things kind of get lost in the shuffle, you know, everybody talks about the big moments obviously. But I thought a big moment in that game last night was uh, Tejada. In that 7th inning, he was uh when they were working, you know, building that rally. Tejada uh-huh. was behind O2 o- in the hole to Kershaw, battled through 9 10 pitcher bat and worked out a walk. And I well, thought I get. thought that was a really key moment in that 7th inning that's probably got lost in all the uh media talk this morning. And uh, I know the Mets fans love Flores, I do too. But I think Tejada, his glove, he gives you a good AB. I think he's you got to keep rolling him out there. You know, Flores has got to. He's coming off the bench.
0: Hey, sometimes you need that unsung hero in your lineup. I mean, every team. If you look back for the last couple of years, and and see. Uh, there's a lot of unsung heroes that do the small stuff, the little stuff that you need to do to win, and they go unnoticed Absolutely. a few times, you know. And and Tejada did exactly that last night. When you have plate discipline and you know what you have to do up there, a walk is as good as a hit. You need to get to this guy. You need to fight off. You need to do everything you can to stay in that lineup, stay in that game, to stay have come victorious for your team. He did that. He did that yeah, last he, night.
1: Kershaw was visibly upset too when he lost the hot. That was a big. It was a big point of that inning. You know, it really was
0: he started throwing really erratic and he started, you know, and it was probably something to do with the heat. And it was, I heard it was sweltering out there, but you know what, if you're a big game pitcher, if your team's relying on you and Kershaw, he kind of melted down a little bit and it kind of showed you what kind of, kind of person and what kind of pitcher he is. And, you know, a lot of people get jaded with Kershaw and seeing his highlights on ESPN and stuff. But when you really watch him day in and day out and see what kind of person he is, you know, he has holes and he has flaws and he showed him last night. I
1: agree. I agree. Absolutely.
0: And then we'll see right, what Granky so does tonight, right? How do you feel about cranky?
1: Uh, Well, I mean, it's going to be just as tough tonight. You know, I'm more – I'll say this. I think Cranky, you know, it ain't going to be easy. It's going to be hard again. I was a lot more confident in DeGrom last night, though, than I feel about Syndergaard tonight. I'm a little more holding my breath with Syndergaard tonight. You know what I mean? So uh, I Hopefully he well, comes out and he's dealing. But, you know, he's not even one year in the league and – you know he's taking a mound tonight in a game two, and I'm holding my breath.
0: I'm hoping he goes out Syndergaard, there. And, Syndergaard uh, has the most approval of everyone on your staff. I agree with that. He's he's thrusted into the number two position because you know what happened with Harvey this week, and, and not with this week, just with overall what's going on with Harvey. And he's really uh, he's really just thrusted in there. And hey, listen, go get your big boy shoes on now. So we'll see how he reacts to that, man. Thank you for the call and uh, call back another time, man. See you later. Absolutely. Huh? Have a good Take care. Okay. So we're, you know, Mets fans are, are, I'm sure you're ecstatic throughout the whole what's going on. And and it's great. It's a great time. It's a great time for baseball, <clears throat> great time for New York baseball. Uh, Met the Yankees, you know, we're not going to go into them, but did what they had to do preview tonight, send their guard, Granky. Granky's the head case. Get him off his game early. Noah has to just keep the guys in two, three runs at the most. Can't let them get crazy. Can't let that lineup start exploding. Right now, the Dodger lineup is in disarray, so you want to keep it like that. Keep him on his game, and then you throw Harvey at him. If you can get out to that, going back home, two up, two zero, and Harvey going, there you go, And You're going to, you're going to the, you're going to the uh, <clears throat> NLCS. You know, that's all you want. So we'll see what happens tonight. I mean, it's going to be a big game. Big game. And We'll we'll be watching. We'll definitely be watching. Um, now, switching over a little bit of football news. Uh, I just want to go over some picks and uh, a little bit of Giants 49ers preview and stuff. But, <laughs> I mean, this is just some players that just can't keep their mouth shut. They just can't stop talking. And Antonio Cromartie is one of them. I love him. He's a jet. I'm a jet. You know, we like we like to talk. You know, got rid of Rex. Don't do it so much. But that dude, he just can't keep it together. It's almost like shots fired all the time, and he needs to just calm down. So we're gonna do a little bit of uh, football news with uh, Antonio Cromartie. Breaking news, Antonio Cromartie can't keep his mouth shut. No. So, he was interviewed on ESPN the other day, and he was asked who his top three uh, receivers are to cover, and he failed to mention Odell Beckham, and gave Odell Beckham a kind of a shot. Said, right now, he's a one-year wonder. Just being honest, it's just one year. let us I need to see it on an every-game basis. Which <clears throat> may be true, okay? Maybe if he's in another city or Town or something like that, but he's right next to you, playing the same stadium as him. Now you're now you're hitting home, and now you're just pissing off people. Uh, I agree. Odell Beckham hasn't done it for more than a year, but he's kind of like a golden boy in the NFL right now. He's on the Madden cover, he's on everything. He needs to prove himself a little bit longer, but he is a good receiver. He catches everything. He's getting double teamed right now. He has no help, no one to take take away the double teams on his on his offense. Victor Cruz is still out. Reuben Randall and Dwayne Harris aren't the answer to help him get open. So he is kind of dealing with a lot. You know, Cromartie, love him, but, hey, you, you pass interference almost every time. You can't keep up with anybody, and you foul. You got defensive holds. Every time I see you make a big play, guess what? There's laundry on the field in the back. And I'm like, oh, Cromartie made a play. Looking upstairs, you look right by the, the, the scoreboard and you say, where's the flag? Oh, there it is. Okay, all right. Just, just another Cromartie play. That's it. So, Cromartie, you need to shut your mouth. You need to just play football. And when you do something, okay, then you can talk. So, let's 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 ease up a little bit. Uh, Odell Beckham, yeah, did it one year. Having a rough year this year. Hey, why don't we just leave it alone? Okay, why don't we leave it alone? All right. So, that that's it on that point. Uh, Cromartie just needs to just go away for a little bit uh we're gonna talk about some football locks um uh, i don't know about necessary locks i'm looking at the games this weekend it's kind of rough man uh, i'm gonna go over regional lines real quick we got uh washington and atlanta atlanta giving seven and a half uh i don't know about that one you got baltimore giving cleveland seven and a half at home Cincy giving seattle three at home that might Seattle you don't know what Seattle team's gonna come and you don't know what Cindy team's gonna come stay far away from that game. Green Bay giving ten to St. Louis, Kansas City giving ten to Chicago, uh Philly at home, giving seven to New Orleans. Don't know where that came from, but we'll see. Tampa Bay giving two and a half to Jacksonville at home. That's just uh that's just a who's worse team right there. That's a who's worst game. Tennessee, even with Buffalo at home. Hey, listen, Buffalo is gonna destroy them. Okay, this my this is the lock of the week. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna put this in as the lock of the week because Buffalo's D is gonna annihilate the Tennessee Titans. They have nothing going for them. They have a running back by committee. A quarterback is just oh. So, you know that is the lock of the week. You can lock that one up right now, and and just just go throw throw your whole bank account. Just take all your money out of your bank account. Go to your bookie. Go to your the Vegas and just throw the money at them and just lock it up real quick because Buffalo's gonna destroy them. Uh Detroit <clears throat> giving two and a half to uh getting two and a half from Arizona at home. Uh, hey, they listen, when you play home and you're Detroit and you have all these weapons and you're getting points from Arizona, you're in you're in trouble. Arizona is another lock. Arizona's gonna come in there and show Detroit how to play. Matt Stafford, they're gonna double team, they're gonna double team uh Calvin Johnson. Arizona's going to come out, play their game, throw the ball all over them because Detroit plays no defense. I don't know where their defense went, but it, it's definitely not in Detroit. and somewhere else. And that's it. <clears throat> and then we have Dallas getting 10 at home to New England. Hey, it just figures New England doesn't play them when Tony Romo or Des Bryant's not there. I mean, they're just saying they the softest schedule in the world. So we'll see what happens there. Um, I, I still take i give the 10 with New England. New England's going to destroy them, especially in the dome. No weather. Tom Brady's going to go off. Uh, give them the 10. Destroy Brandon wow. Whedon for everything he's worth. Check down King. Check down Charlie, right? Uh, Oakland getting four from Denver at home. Uh, I don't know about that. Uh, Oakland, they're surprising me for some reason. They're really surprising me, and they're really doing what they have to do. I, I, I'd be almost inclined. I'm going to stay away from that game. But I would definitely lean towards Oakland in that game. Peyton Manning is not the quarterback he used to be. He is not going to do anything to surprise you. He's not going to be like, oh, turn on big turn. No, this is what you have. What you see is what you get with him right now, and it's not changing for the rest of the year. New York Giants, San Francisco, Giants home, given seven. San Francisco has done nothing. Hey, listen, I'm looking at the lines right now. Uh a lot of San Francisco fans still high on their team, maybe betting a little, uh, you know, drunk bets thrown in there or something like that. But <clears throat> when I look at it and I look at it now, it, it started off at 48, 52%. Now it's 37%, 63%. So I'd say the Giants are, you know, give the seven. Giants are going to start coming out and throwing the ball. And then Monday night, we have Pittsburgh, San Diego. San Diego giving three home. Pittsburgh, Michael Vick. Whew. Michael Vick's going to be running all over the place. Listen, Eric Weddle's going to – might have two, three interceptions that game. Take San Diego. You want to take San Diego in that game. All right, so there's your picks for the week. Um, Come back, and we'll do a little Giants-Niners preview. Be back in a second. Uh, Giants 49ers preview here um I've been trying to do it for the last couple of days but you know Mets talk has been just flooding our our show so uh we're gonna go with a little try to get it in before the end of the show uh taking your calls at 347 you want to call in talk about Mets Giants football picks previews football fantasy anything um so Giants 49ers preview um Giants are home they're looking they're looking pretty decent this year this is a Big, pivotal game. They can go to 3-2 and two this year and actually start making noise in New York. I mean, hey, listen. Let's not just let the Jets uh, have all the glory here for a little while. Let's say hey, we're Giant fans now. Now we're going to come out and see what we can do. Uh, let's start with a couple points with uh, Eli and the and the offense. Now, Eli has two turnovers all year, which is fantastic. One fumble, one interception. He's taking care of the football, and that's what you need Eli to do. You need him to start hitting his receivers a little better in stride and getting the ball where it needs to be, but he's not turning over the ball. Eli, keep on doing what you're doing. Don't turn the ball over, and you're going to win games when the when the quarterback takes care of the football. Eli has that pocket presence. He knows what's going on. He knows the defense. He's reading the defense. He's setting up his players to succeed. He's going to win the football game. All right? Take care of the football, Eli. You, you, you got it going. Um as far as Odell Beckham, he's getting a ton of attention. He needs Cruz back, Randall and, and Harris, you know, they're getting they're getting a lot of action because he's just getting double team. So, if you're a fantasy guy, um I would take Randall and Harris, put them in there because they're gonna start double teaming double teaming Beckham. And you're gonna you're gonna see a lot of action going to them because you know, the Giants like to throw the ball and they're gonna throw the ball. So it's gonna to go to someone, and that someone is Ruben Randall and Dwayne Harris. Okay. And I'm gonna throw a surprising fact out that you guys probably don't know about your Giants. Okay. Defense. Number one in the NFL at stopping the run. Number one in the NFL at stopping the run. Wow. Okay, so our our front seven is getting the job done. It's getting the job done and it's going. They're very disciplined. They know what they're doing. They're sealing the edges. They got everything going. So hey, Carlos Hyde, Kaepernick, you wanna run? Hey, come run on us. See how you do. Carlos Hyde. Who's scared of him? Come run on us, Carlos. See what you got. Nothing. All right, we're gonna we're gonna contain you, force you back inside, take away your lanes, cover our gaps. You know, gap assignments, and that's it. We got this going. All right, defense, good job. Number one in the NFL, stopping a run, man. I wish. I wish. That's a huge thing. I mean, uh, the run is uh, not as vital as it used to be, but, hey, that's why they're in the position they're in right now. Secondary, you need a bit of work. You do need a bit of work. And if you keep on playing your game and, and, you know, having a couple of soft coverages, zones, and just trying to figure out and letting the play formulate before it happens, you'll get away with less longevity here. You'll, you, you'll be able to sustain the, the wins and, and the, the defensive uh, assignments and stuff for a little bit longer than than normal. So I would just keep on playing your game there and, and doing it because you're, you're going to get it done with your front seven and, and you just got to take away the pass at that point. All right. Cause they're not going to let the ball run on you. They're not going to let the ball Carlos Hyde run on you. I mean, come on. So giants, those are your bullet points. You do those things, you're gonna come out victorious. You come out and you go three and two, and you're over five hundred. You get you breathe some life back into you guys. You lose this game, especially to the Niners, and you're just like, ah, man, big loss. That's how you're gonna come out: big win or big loss, regardless of the record. You lose to them, it's gonna be a little bit more detrimental than winning. We win, you say, you know, we should be a team like that. You lose, you say, wow, we're in trouble. Okay, uh, Kaepernick got to contain him into the pocket. Let him throw. Let him bury himself. Uh, that's what he does. Kaepernick he scrambles. You let him get outside. You don't set your edges. You break down in the uh, you know on the front line. You you don't control your gaps. He's gonna run all over you, and you, that's what you don't want. Got to contain him. Carlos Hyde. If he establishes a run game, it's gonna be a problem. You have the number one run defense in the league. Stop Carlos Hyde. He's proven nothing. I don't even think he's a number one back. I, he shouldn't even be a number one back. That's That that's kind of tells you the shape the Niners are in right now. I'm not a believer in Carlos Hyde. Hey, listen, let's shut these guys up. I'm sure there's going to be a ton of Niner fans at the field. One of my buddies is going. He's got a suite. He's going to sit in the suite with his Niner jersey on. And disrespect all you Giant fans. Hey, listen, they're all over the place. That's what happens when you win four Super Bowls in a decade. Now, you, now you've now you seen the uh, the recurrence of that. Okay? You're seeing all the baby boomers who used to love the Niners. All right. That's what happens. there going to be a couple of fans, you know, heckle them, do whatever you got, you know, <laughs> especially my buddy, if you say him. Uh, 49ers, defensive line is definitely not what they used to be. Listen, last year, whew, they got to you. They got to Eli. They got to everyone last year. Good news, Giant fans. They're not the same team they were last year. So, with that being said, offensive line control them you know make your reach blocks pull right don't let them get to the outside don't let that corner rush come pick up your blitzes running backs you know do you just stop if you don't pick up that blitz and you let Eli get that pressure that's when Eli starts messing up he's doing good right now no one fumble one interception We're, we're four games in one fumble one interception wow hey sign me up sign me up for that right now so Giants you play your game you should have no problem winning. It's it's an easy win for me. Uh, take Giants, give them the points. Take the money line. You know, see we got. Oh, another game I wanted to go back to real quick was St. Louis Green Bay. I, I I have a kind of a feeling that St. Louis is going to come to play that game. I mean, Rodgers cannot keep up this pace all year, and I think he's going to run into a buzzsaw this weekend. St. Louis is a is a great defensive team when they got Quinn coming and rushing from the outside and, and all their pegs in place and they forced the ball out quick. Hey, listen, Green Bay is down a couple receivers and stuff. You can get to them. If you force the ball out and their receivers aren't running crisp routes. Hey, you might get a pick. You might, you might get a lot of stuff. So given 10 to the St. Louis Rams, Hey, I might want to look at that. i might want to look at, I'm not saying take the money line, but I might want to look at St. Louis, you know, So that's your uh, NFL preview, Giants, uh, Sunday night, eight thirty. They have a good shot. Just play your game. So, all right. So a little recap for you on the show as soon as we get back. Thanks. All right, so good show today. Um, we got a lot covered. Um, Mets, great job last night. Mets fans, congratulations. I am jealous. I'm jealous of you guys right now. Uh, your team's in it. You got a dog in the fight. And you guys are, are on your way. You're on your way to winning this series. And it looks good. It looks good. I'd be really excited if I was a Mets fan. And you know what? <clears throat> I know you're concerned a little bit. You got Cindergar going tonight. Harvey going at home. You're just trying to get through this series. But if you do, I really wouldn't worry about who you're playing next and who you, who you might be playing uh, from here on out. If you do win this series, you got a good team. Take a breath. Let let it let it relax. Let that flow through you. Let that sink in a little bit because you guys are so worried about you know year in and year out. When's this team gonna fold? When's this team gonna break down? And you guys kind of I feel you guys kind of been saying that all year to yourself a little bit, just in the back of your mind, like in the years past by the all-star break, you start breaking down a little bit before the all-star break, you break down. And I think, I feel you guys are going into this. And when you won the, 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 the East, you were a little, it was a little surreal for you guys. Like, oh, is this really happening? Like someone pinch me, someone pinch me because I don't know if this is happening. When is this team going to let me down? And it's almost anxiety levels that are saying, when is this team gonna let me down? When am I going to wake up from this dream? And you're not. You're not. You're woken up. You're in reality. Your team is good, and they're gonna fight for you. And it's a different team than last year. So be proud of them. Root them on. Go out and support your local bars. Go out there, celebrate. Throw some shots around. Throw some shots in your, in your, in your brothers, your your friends' faces. You know, give your girlfriend a little tap on the ass. You know, get excited. Put your jerseys on. Go be proud. Go be proud around town because you deserve it. And you waited a long time for this. Um, Football picks. Hey. You heard my locks. A few iffy locks, but hey, take them. Take them. Go throw your money at them. Throw. Take a big bag. Big bag. All that money you guys make out there. Put it over your shoulder like Santa and just smack someone in the face with it who takes your money for your gambling. Okay? And then, you know, Giants. Niners preview. Giants come out victorious. Almost locked that one up, too. So, you got a good thing going on. Football. Jets, you're on a bye. Like I said the other day, it's not a timely bye. We don't need this bye. It's kind of a waste. But, on a good note is, we go into the bye, 3-1. and one. Jet fans are feeling really good right now. And we're coming out, and we get to watch Jet football from here on out every weekend, and not worry about byes. So, that's why I like getting the buy over early, especially when we're three and one. Get a little bit of rest, get some people healthy, Ivory healthy, get uh Richardson up to speed. And and we're gonna do it, man. We're gonna do it. We're we're going. New York Sports, here we go. We've been waiting a long time for this, guys. Get out there, support your teams, support your local radio hosts, and um and do it. Thanks for listening, guys. Uh be back on Monday for an NFL recap. Uh, take off tomorrow for the sports, NFL. Hey, big NFL guy. So go relax. Uh, podcasts, weekdays and Saturdays. Uh, times vary for now. We'll see what happens. But check back. Remember to call 347-989-0635. This is Big Rig signing out.